gonna take you out for a barbecue because we like we found out we live like two blocks away. Literally two blocks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, in Koreatown. Yeah. 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 So you're neighbors. We're neighbors. Much, yeah. and, and when you say barbecue in Koreatown, we of course are talking about the Korean, Korean variety. Um, I have a friend who does a podcast, and once uh, I mean, like sometimes you talk shit on other comedians and you edit it out, but like <laughs> once I I like to be nice. Like we brought up a comic's name, and I was like, oh, he's funny, and he's like, edit that out. Was, no, he's not. <laughs> so we edited out me complimenting a comedian to be nice oh, it just fucking killed me this is the mean podcast yeah no no we can't like this wait, is wait. the talk shit podcast right exactly mm-hmm. um what are your cross streets again normandy or no oh um, yeah like what's your exact Nor- address yeah oh, right. i forget edit, edit this yeah, yeah you don't have to say that sorry no that's okay no um, i'm kidding blake i'm funny <laughs> See, I know you're a pro stand-up, and Maggie's a pro stand-up, but I'm hilarious. Funny. I'm funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that the new iPhone also? Is that a 7? Uh, no, this is not. This is Ooh. a 6S, I believe. Uh, that, that's fine also. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't make you less, no. <laughs> less than. No, um, well, it, I wouldn't know. I, it, I mean, I don't know. It's my first iPhone. I was, uh, I was a... Um, Are you Facebook living this? Uh, I'm periscoping it. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Yeah. Good yeah. evening. To all two and we have a total of zero yes. viewers at this point. Yes. That's fine. They'll trickle in. <laughs> yeah, they'll trickle in. <laughs> they'll trickle in. But um, no, I was an Android, and um, I, I, I was probably one of the last of my generation to actually um, get a cell phone. Mm-hmm. I really thought I could survive without one. Right. I was also the guy that moved here from New York and used my bicycle. Holy shit. To, to, to travel from Santa Monica to the Radford studio lots oh my on God. a daily basis doing a pilot and I was I was hell-bent on doing it but in any case uh, I switched to the iPhone just to be cool yeah, yeah <laughs> I, 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 honest to goodness it Why was really for status yeah and and I still not I've had it for a couple of years I don't know how to work it it doesn't really right it's not compatible with anything but whatever so it's not compatible with anything I, I have at a all. Mac but it's not compatible no it won't work <laughs> This is Why Tune Shuffle is with it? Maggie Mayfield <laughs> and, and David, David Earl Waterman. Waterman. <laughs> yeah, the three-name person. We have a wonderful uh, guest. I'm saying that. I don't I don't even really know the guy that well. I just know that- uh, You will. By the end of this show, oh, yeah. as you will, will know all of our listeners. Yeah. The Blake Wexler. Hi, Blake. Hello. How are you? Thanks for having me. You can put those it's on. Great. When you were like, Why Tune Shuffle? I'm like, oh my God, is he trying to say iTunes Shuffle and he's having a, a problem with his mouth? <laughs> Because I didn't know we were going to start, and I'm just like, "Hold, what? Well, I, I see a different, a different vibe here right now." Oh, can I swear? By the way, I should. Yes. Asked. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you can. Cool. It's uh, you know, podcast is freedom, stage is freedom. Right. Why? That's the that's the whole idea. Yeah. Uh, Maggie and I show here is mm-hmm. is uh, we're curious about why it is you'd have a particular sort of library of music. I love that. Uh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. I, and it's and it's it's all inclusive, you know, and and people's backgrounds and 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 just whatever direction the conversation goes in here is perfectly fine mm-hmm. you can use your airtime for whatever you know thank you like my it. manifestos and, and yeah your manifestos <laughs> my, your, my fashion your, line yeah your, your, your scariest dream whatever it may be and, right. and it's real simple blake uh I'm you know, just you glad just it's hit, not perfume because no one would buy that. That's true. Sorry. I'm sorry. I I, I, I talked. I said I'm you. glad. No, no, you're fine. I said I'm glad no, I'm that tra- it's I not. I really am trying to apologize. Because <laughs> I talked. Oh, it seems <laughs> as if you're not getting it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just gullible. I can't help it. All right. Do so- either of you wear fragrances? By the way, I do. You do. Bay rum. Bay. Wh- Bay rum. Two words. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Cool. How long have you? Why do you have allegiance to that? Um, well, it, it it was um, available in Rite Aid pharmacies Fair. back in the old days <laughs> right. before sort of the the fragrance. Oh, scene so you're, of the you've 80s been wearing in. it for a while. 
Uh, yeah, you know, it was, uh, it was, it, I, I was attracted to the kind of classic bottle of Bay rum aftershave right. cologne. And when huh. I started shaving, I thought naturally I'd need some aftershave cologne. <laughs> right. Right. And, it, and it's got just kind of a spicy sort of islandy smell right. to it. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't smell it on you. And that's a compliment. Cause like, I feel like one thing that is automatically, you can't hang out with someone is if it's just like, I, I can taste what you're wearing right now. Just <laughs> standing next to you. I have not it's... had one girlfriend that's enjoyed Bay rum. Oh really? No. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I, I well. have to not Isn't wear that a hint? Well, well that's yeah. their fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, fault. no, it's not you. <laughs> it's, it's it's their the <laughs> their lack of respect for your senses. Well, yeah. M- mostly yeah. smell. Well, would I, be out of that. It, it's a grandfatherly mm-hmm. smell. They were well, well, right. Yeah. You can't get a woman drunk in love. I'm sorry, Beyonce. It was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Do you you probably don't get that? No. Reference. No. Okay. Did you it's, a be- see- it's a Beyonce song and she goes drunk in love and I- it's Bay Rum. <laughs> oh really get it okay uh, one of my first <laughs> albums was uh oh, god damn it that one of the destiny child destiny's child <laughs> ones where uh, it was with say my name on it and uh, don't go chasing what is that that's destiny? tlc sweetie oh yeah <laughs> we'll fix that in post <laughs> oh 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 we're gonna have to that'll ruin you if that gets out <laughs> um yeah uh writings on the wall is what that album was called mm-hmm. yeah oh i'm i'm telling Period. I, I used to live in New York City, and <laughs> mm-hmm. my roommate and I would just be like hanging out, whatever, just studying mm-hmm. whatever we were doing. And the two gay boys down the hall would come in. They would burst right. in with their little boombox. This was like 2001, right after 9/11. They right. bust in with their little boombox. They'd have the tape or the CD yeah. going, and then they would just do a whole mimed <laughs> version of the "Say My Name, Say My Name," and it was the best. But, well, I mean, you had to take the edge off somehow mm-hmm. <laughs> in New York after yes. that event. Yes. Um, yeah, maybe that's the cure for like sadness. It's just gay, gay boys busting in with, and it has to be a cassette tape. Yeah, it can't be but any it other. It can't just be gay right. boys. It's got to be music. There has to be a soundtrack. Yes. Oh, for sure. For oh, yeah. No, if they were just there mouthing things, that would be like that borderline be, upsetting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> if they were, <laughs> yeah, no, playing music is huge. This, yes. Speaking of, let's um, let's dissect your playlist. Oh, let's do it. Um, iTunes Shuffle with Blake Wexler. Let me find my phones. Um, I come in here with yeah. two cell. I just got a new phone, but I, all my music's on the old one. And it looks like I'm cheating on my wife um, <laughs> that I don't have. So, um, uh, yeah. So how do I do? I hand this to uh, what just do we no, play? Go ahead, whatever and, song and, you want oh, to play first that you want. Yeah. Ambient noise. Okay. Well, this first song is by a city high. It's called "What Would You Do." Boys Jack- and girls wanna hear a true story. Saturday night was at this real wild party. They had the liquor overflowing the cup About five, six strippers trying to work city. for a buck This is City High Took one girl outside with me <laughs> Oh, wow Right? What year would this be released? Oh, boy Um... It must have been early 2000s, I think. Let me look. Let me look that up. That's it's probably not something. terribly yeah, no, no, no. important, but I, no. But now it's going to drive me crazy okay. if we don't. <laughs> it's so a personality why, why flaw. Why this song? Um, this this song, like, I thought was like. So this is the only karaoke song that I do, um, because it's That's a. It's a very serious song, and there's like female vocals in it, and I'll I won't let anyone do it with me. So like I'll do this song where it's like everyone's like it, it, you know like a ballad like "Don't Stop Believing" or something, and this is like a very very serious song about like a woman who like had difficulties like, and um, this guy like who's trying to make her feel better but not really like saying things that are helpful, and it's just funny where like it always like totally ruins the vibe in a karaoke bar <laughs> and I can't stop and I take it very very seriously and then um, I pontificate about very serious social issues like like I'm 
saying it seriously but as a joke if that makes sense so i'm just like listen you know you got to support your loved ones like you can't you know like uh like you can't like abandon you know like like your love like it's just like the funniest it's more than karaoke it's a message i was gonna say you're the guy you're the asshole in the karaoke bar when everyone's having a good time and it's like slow song like oh (laughs) now i now i'm let me drink this finish this bottle and i'm gonna drive off a cliff on the way home right right exactly thanks yeah And then for some reason, at one point, like uh, this song comes, this Dr. Dre song, they drop that in at like the like the beat from that, and it's just it doesn't really make any sense. Uh-huh. Um, so I Where think did it's, you come across this song? Um, it was on the radio when I was like in high school, like middle school, like and which is actually also funny to me that this is a very serious song about like um, I grew up in like a very uh, like white suburb of Philadelphia and like white kids in this like suburb would be like like singing this song and not knowing what the hell the fucking lyrics were about <laughs> so that makes me laugh also. you as well or did you have a deeper sense no of- I had no idea I mean like I do now as an adult but mm-hmm. like you know like now that like I'm like poorer again but um like <laughs> um but uh, or I like, have actually had life experiences where before you know you're just in a bubble but um yeah it uh it killed like it's just like seeing kids at like a middle school dance like all these like stupid <laughs> kids who have had no like obstacles in their life whatsoever singing this song it's like crazy if i saw that video online i would piss my pants laughing just a bunch of these yeah. spoiled rotten kids that just are dancing singing. like full yeah. arm length apart right right and they're just car- mimic mouthing the yeah, whole thing just mouthing yeah we just imagine through what the some adults, stuff our yeah. parents are separated R- right right oh not even like, just <laughs> yeah. like like I, I have an audi and and jessica has a bmw and i feel <laughs> city high that? and the name of the song is what would you do what would you do yeah what year did you hear it oh i, I stopped uh looking it up do you um, think that your parents like parents or adults had any idea what this song was about because i'll tell you madonna papa don't preach right. i love that song when i was a kid and my mom made a point to tell me often she was like just because you like the song doesn't mean you have to agree with what she's saying <laughs> like all the time yeah my stepmother would not let me listen to you sexy thing by hot chocolate wow oh. i believe in miracle where, where are you from, from? Are you sexy thing? That is, I think, one of the better fuck songs that oh, have yeah, that's it, it ever was been a, composed. Yeah, it was a pop up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> before before pop up video was popular. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, 1999, by the way. So I was 10. 1999. Is that right? City high. Yeah. That's going way, way back. That is when way were back. you in middle school, Blake? Um, then. Um, I'm trying to think. I was. Uh, that must have. That that's weird because. It must have been out. Yeah, I was probably like 11. Did you go to a, or an 12. independent high school, a private high school? No, no, I went to a public school. Oh, okay. um, yeah, no, I'm not that shitty. That explains um, the yeah. face tattoo. I'm not that disguised. Right, I have a gorgeous <laughs> face tattoo of a Guernica, actually, that painting. So it's like, it is beautiful, but it's also very uh, upsetting to see. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, Oh, I was 10 or 11 in there like in my mind I'm like I was probably like 18 or like you know like 16 mm-hmm. maybe like when You're that came so out okay. yeah thank mm-hmm. you I'm very composed brothers <laughs> sisters what's your family at that yeah. point in your life you're 16 uh, where do you live who do you uh, live with what's well, the sitch well and then I was 10 and my uh, sister was 6 um, what's her name your sister uh, her name is um, I was trying to come up with a fake name and I couldn't do it <laughs> I, was, I, was like, uh, I was gonna say Portia like instead of which is not a name like it's very no. hard to come up with a fake name on the spot but it's also not you know yeah. there's a thousand I'm looking at you I could have said Maggie would have been better than Portia I'm like Portia not a name yeah. that yeah. name doesn't that's exist that's the hardest part yeah. about improv is coming up with names right yeah. oh I bet everyone's Barbara 
or yeah, Jim. Yeah. Jim or Barbara. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or the trick Frank. with improv names is names of people you really knew. Right. Yeah. Or right. no. Yeah. Well, knew, I think, is better. Yeah. Lockie yeah. Kashishaglu. Yeah. <laughs> Who's That's that? pretty good. He's on my Facebook feed, and uh, he's a guy that I met in seventh grade, and we were all giving our names in homeroom. And Lockie said, My name is Lockie Kashishaglu. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> difficult to say, difficult to spell. Right. And I've oh, never forgotten that. That's yeah. great. Yeah. He wasn't wrong. That is both. Well, yeah. Anywho. anywho. <laughs> yeah. So it's you and your sister. Um, you're 16. You're in Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Philly. Uh, Suburbs of Philly. We still don't know her name, by the way. Uh, Lacey. Oh. Lacey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, mm. Lacey and Blake. And um, so- uh, Adorable kids. Two adorable kids. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I lived there. Um, and then I went to Emerson uh, in Boston for school. And wow! Great school. Oh, fun this is school. Pathetic. Yes. How do you know about them? Because David Cross, John Ennis, Howard yeah. Horvath, jeez, uh, 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 Murph. Uh, oh, that's so cool. That uh, you the know guys who they are. that founded uh, this is pathetic. After their first year of graduation, I joined up with John Ennis and his group, the Flurby Humans. Oh, wow! That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very so cool. Pathetic has such a, a storied past at Emerson. Yeah, they're still there. Like mm-hmm. they're it's still thriving. It's cool. Like Dennis that... Leary was a huge part of the the development of that. He was a teacher at that time. Yeah. He um he went there. He started a group called Emerson Comedy Workshop there. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the reasons why I went there because like I started stand up when I was like 15 and um, I was like oh I want to go to a school where like in a city where I can keep doing stand up and Boston is a great like you know feeder city where like so many amazing like all my favorite comics are from Boston so like who um, like Bill Burr who actually went to Emerson also mm-hmm. um, Louie I believe started out in Boston yes he did at Catch a Rising Star yeah yeah, yeah I, I, I was in Louie's first film holy shit Caesar Salad yeah <laughs> no way dear friends with Laura Silverman she was in the comedy group that yeah. I was in as well and uh, she and Louie and I were mm-hmm. all sort of collaborators friends oh cool um, and yeah Louie did his first film in New York called Caesar Salad I think I've heard Ooh, of it. Who would have guessed? He's yeah. the heir apparent of Woody <laughs> Allen. <now. laughs> no, he was fabulously funny. Go Correct. Yeah. Um, it's not about y- me. It's y- about you. No, no, no. No, it's, I really it's, love being with Louie. It's about Louis freedom. And, just... <laughs> <laughs> and it's taken us long enough to get there. And this is the manifesto that I have. Mm-hmm. No prisons. Um, no one should be responsible for anything. No, um, I, uh, yeah, so Boston was great. Like, it was so many, it's like... Normally, like you need, like oh, like there has to be a reason why all these like comics are so good who are coming from there, and um, it's like oh, well, first of all, there's a lot of good comics living there, so like you mm-hmm. get to see what's good, mm-hmm. and you get to be like, oh, okay, I'm not there yet. Or, this is like, the bar, yeah. That's, and the bar. that's yeah, exactly that's where it's set, and we got to reach for that, right? And that's also where all the shows are. They're in bars, and everyone's an alcoholic. Um, but it's no, it's an amazing city, and like um, there's a club there. Uh, I don't even want to call it a club. I feel like it's degrading. It's called uh, the Comedy Studio. And it's like my favorite room in the world. It's in Harvard Square on top of a Chinese food restaurant. And um, uh, a guy named Rick Jenkins owns it. And yeah. it's like the best place yeah, that, to do stand up. It's, it's, it's near the Bow and Arrow on Cambridge. I, I guess it's Massachusetts Avenue. Yeah, Mass Ave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Mass Ave, just, just outside. Uh, bowling, I believe. Did they still at the Chinese restaurant, the bar? They did they still have that uh, bowling? Uh, they don't, but I think scorpion that... bowls is what that. Oh, actually the bo- means. that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A friend oh of mine, God. when I was in Boston, said we, we want to go bowling. He took me to that Chinese restaurant. That's what it, it is. Scorpion bowls. People what would get drink. fall. You don't know what it is. Like it's like. Uh, like jungle juice or whatever where it's like oh, it's geez. sweet but it's pure liquor oh. and people just like you're not allowed to order one for yourself I think because like you have to split it with someone because it's just too much booze in it mm-hmm. um, 
That's so funny that, like, of course, Boston's the only city where they have to be like, you can't drink this bowl of pure liquor by yourself. Like, <laughs> we need to tell you that you are not legally allowed to do this uh, because people would just try to do it. Um, but, yeah, Boston was amazing. And then um, I moved out here and there were a lot of, like, you know, Emerson people were really nice to me, like, when I moved out. And, um, yeah, I've been here for, like, five, almost six. Fuck. Is it it might be six. Yeah, almost yeah. six years. Six now. years in LA I think from it's Emerson six. College. Yeah. Yeah. And and your your course of study at Emerson was like T V radio? Um, that was so I wanted to do stand up and T V radio was hard. Um, like there was just more work. So I did uh, <laughs> journalism and political science, which was like easy for me. So I would like just do that. And then because um, there wasn't a lot of like, I feel like a lot of the work is reading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? And with journalism, it's just like just be aware of current events and like be able to speak, you know, elo- quasi eloquently. And then um, political science, I just like liked a professor who was there and I just took all his classes and that happened to be the category it was under. And then um yeah, like uh, a guy went there named Dan Levy, who's a very funny stand up. And he was very uh, nice to me when I moved out here. And there's just so many fucking great Emersons like Joe Mandy. Uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's there's a bunch. Yeah, so. it, 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 it really does pop out some incredibly talented people. And, it's crazy. And the whole new campus. I mean, when when I was in right. Boston, it was pretty small. And now it sort of takes mm-hmm. up the whole sort of downtown crossing area, those old theaters. Uh, oh, yeah. And it's yeah. getting bigger. And now there's one in L.A., like on Gower, like that huge building, like is yeah. just all Emerson. It's yeah. crazy. So yeah. it's cool. Like it's weird. Like, I mean, I only went there like, you know, like six years ago. But like to see it like expanding where it like mm-hmm. I feel like it kind of actually almost this is almost mirrors like Boston's like inferiority complex with New York, where oh, I think Emerson had an inferior uh, inferiority complex complex with NYU mm-hmm. and now like it's kind of like growing into its own you know thing it's which like, is really it's cool. like the so, Sox and the yeah. Yankees yeah, yeah 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 we won a couple championships in the early 2000s and <laughs> broke the curse and uh yeah we never should have traded uh David Cross to NYU no I'm kidding <laughs> I'm trying to think of like um yeah so um yeah it was just like the coolest place like I think of That's uh awesome. yeah it was really really fun Let's do your second song. Oh, let's do it. Great. Um, so this next one, so that one was like more silly, the previous one, but this one like has a very, um, like whenever I hear it, I think of, um, uh, so like when I moved here, like my, I moved here with my best friend, Chris. is it okay that I'm talking over this right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. cool. Why tune shuffle, baby. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and um, this is Atlantic City by the band. And um, my best friend Chris and I moved out here together, and we we grew up together, and um, we like didn't know what the hell. I mean, like I had been doing stand up for a while, so like at least I would have shows, but like I just had no fucking money, and neither did he. So we would just get like fall down drunk every night together and just talk. Like great idea. And yeah. Thank you, you so much. I mean, that's a motivator. Oh my god, yeah, it really is. When you when you can't wake up early enough to work on your craft in the morning because mm-hmm. your head hurts um, from falling, but um. <laughs> <laughs> he uh so like he's one of my best friends like he's like my brother and like we would just get drunk and just talk and laugh and like uh every single night and then when we were uh when it's just like all right like the sun's gonna come up soon like we gotta go to sleep like we always end with this song uh-huh. like just like when we would like listen to music and then like i would play a couple like he would play a couple how did um, you meet chris uh we went to high school together and I mean, like, do you remember the day? Yeah, he, um, so there were two, you're, you guys are very good at your jobs, by the way. <laughs> this, oh, is, good. this is very enjoyable. Um, so he, it's like, oh, we're just letting him fucking talk. Of course he likes it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, baby, no, come on. 
good. He doesn't shut up. This is what people do. We're just doing it on microphone. I love it. True. So you always what you met Chris how when? Um. So in middle school there were two middle schools that fed into the same high school and um my best friend Jeff and I uh were like silly you know like goofy kids and then we heard of this kid Chris who was like the funniest kid in the world who went to the uh, the other middle school and we're like oh we got to meet this guy and then we had like uh to let you know the area that we grew up in um Publix High School we had a TV studio there which was insane like almost insultingly you know nice actually just straight up insultingly nice um and we met him and we're like oh god who's this hilarious kid Chris and the, he was just a fucking jackass like he was standing up and <laughs> farting on like still and we're just like oh this is not highbrow <laughs> what, he, what he's doing this right here crazy crazy yeah. oh this, this guy's a maniac awesome, awesome. um and then obviously you grow up and you're like mm-hmm. oh that's you that's not sustainable behavior if you want to have successful relationships mm-hmm. in life um and he's one of the funniest people like like for real like that is i ever he also met so a stand-up no he's a writer um okay. and just incredibly brilliant uh guys so um, do you find yourself bouncing jokes off of him um sometimes yeah but like it's rare where we almost have too much respect for each other to subject each other to like our bullshit so um it'll be like like um if he has a script and he's like all right i really like this is like do soon like would you punch it up like because that's what i'm good at he's like a lot better i mean he's funny too but you graduated the same year yeah which um, is what year did you graduate uh from high school 07 and then college uh 16 no i'm kidding um uh, (laughs) i I just spent a while there um 10 years in college um no uh college 11 but you didn't go to college with chris no he went to denison uh in ohio which is like a very small like Mm -hmm. Um, white school, <laughs> um, and uh, it's just so funny. Our college experiences. Talk were about like, talk about just a, an experience in high school that you and Chris went through. Whether it was a hilarious prank or right. if you want to get deep and emotional, I want to get to know you. I want to get to know Chris. Yeah, he. Um, so one of the funniest thing, like uh, the funniest things that like I've ever seen anyone do in my life was um, there was like a disciplinarian like in our high school who was just like. It's a hard job to have to discipline kids, but, like, also, like, there's a right way to do it. Like, you don't have to be, like, an asshole or, like, you know, like, empowered by it. Just, like, it's a job. Do your job. Help Mm -hmm. kids. Like, that's really... There's amazing ones, but this guy was just a fucking prick. And he one day, like this girl it was her birthday and she had this balloon and she was like oh like and kids were like she was like playing with the balloon and he goes like you can't have this balloon and he took her balloon like no um the disciplinarian did and it's just like what is that rule like that your bro it was just like the meanest thing I've- he took this Aww. poor girl's balloon you don't get a birthday he's like yeah you can't be happy no <laughs> happiness Aww. yeah just like he took a balloon and this asshole is like looking real smug with this balloon like he's just like yeah like I-, I have power and then Chris snuck up behind Behind him with like a pin and and like popped the balloon right next to his head and he Edgy. He, he screamed and like the this one area like who was trying to look all cool let out this very very like hilarious <gasps> scream oh and gosh. then Chris like ran away doing this weird little dance like out of the cafeteria and it was just I loved it so much because it's just like that's who you should be making fun of like it's the like you should be punching up you know yeah. like to the asshole who is like wrong and the guy's like just there's nothing I love more than like someone who needs to be put 
put in their place uh-huh. who is then put in their That's place. That's a Judd Apatow and, scene right yeah, there. Yeah, sure. it was, I need to describe for everyone that can't see the way you described his dance. You did this <laughs> fabulous little jazz fingers. Right, right. Which, by the way, wasn't it. That, no. like, that's just me, like, just like, yeah. oh, that's what dancing is. Yeah, um, yeah he, like, high stuffed out of there. Um, Who was your and, disciplinarian, yeah. Maggie? What was in, in your high school? Was, was there a particular standout, like, security guard, vice principal? N- no, I remember the vice principal. I couldn't tell you his name, but I remember the vice principal, and everyone loved him. He had a shiny, bald head. Oh. He always wore gray suits, <gasps> and he always let um, my friend Keely and I pet his head he would bend down and he would let oh. us like pet his head these days i don't know if that yeah, would fly anymore. right <laughs> we had uh danny wells wow and we called him boone boone <laughs> yeah Why? danny wells daniel boone oh i love oh, it um and and uh he was the one that would know all the the weed smoking corners in school <laughs> he was also like the trainer for the varsity football team wow kind of he's one of these guys that worked in high school as a paraprofessional and he did take his fair share of you know ribbing right uh, but i will never forget that danny wells was um my chaperone on my sixth grade trip to mm-hmm. washington and he f- we didn't take baths that whole week <laughs> because danny wells <laughs> filled up the bathtub in our sort of hotel room with soda pop and all this great oh stuff gosh. god love boone oh that's amazing <laughs> see yeah. that's a that's the right way to do it like just make sure that kids don't kill themselves and you know yeah he be was- a nice person took a good job let him touch your head he, he passed away <laughs> danny wells passed away some some a couple years ago but he did graduate to having a golf cart uh, I, that was the last thing oh I had god given him isn't that the dream cart. oh god yeah the golf oh cart? my god yeah just yeah. zipping around security golf cart on the campus of ithaca senior high school yeah, oh that's awesome that's the only reason to go golfing let me tell you yeah Is the golf cart yeah oh, is to drive totally Otherwise, I've not, I've learned tangent. Um, men are way too competitive when it comes to golf or anything. And then when they they they're when they're bad at it because golf is really hard. Uh, they get angry and then they get drunk and they're like, "Well, I'm gonna just take this golf cart and ride you around and <laughs> see how fast we can go." Hole. <laughs> Gotta entertain yourself. Somehow. Do you golf, Blake? Not well. Um, n- uh, Remind me never to go golfing with you then. Yeah. No. I mean, like I'm all right. Like. Like, we could go golfing, and, like, I think uh, I, I could be, like, my personality can help overcome how terrible I am at golf, where it won't ruin the whole day. Like, what about putt-putt? Um, putt-putt, great. Yeah, great. putt-putt is, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the that's the shiz it. It is. Shizit. I'm yeah. so you, glad you said that. Do you golf, David? No, I happen to have gotten a dog at the same time my peer group started golfing, and I went out a couple of times on the links. <laughs> and um, I was like missing Bella baby. I was like, I should have my dog with me. We Aww. can't bring the so I, I I had a I had a dog instead of a, a, a golf. There bag. is no way to it. golf other than the Adam Sandler run and like hit it like a oh hockey. Oh my god, puck. it's so fun. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. It's a nice day in the sun. <laughs> drinking, <laughs> <It's> beautiful. <laughs> yeah, drinking and out in the sun yes. like is n- it never works out. And having Harrison Ford crash his airplane on the fairway, <laughs> right? Which I thought right. was incredible. Yeah, you got to keep Every an eye time. out for pl- yeah. errant planes. Yeah. Um, I played in a golf tournament recently that my friend uh, runs for like all the money goes to the Wounded Warrior Project, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. Um, and it was like I was in a group of four and it's best ball. So like I was like, uh, I love that, which is amazing because yeah, like all you need it. is one good person and like it's just hanging out all day. Yeah. And I was like, just so you guys know, I suck. Like and they're like, yeah. it's fine. What's like Chris is really good. Uh, different Chris. And um, so uh, it was so much fun because there was no 
no pressure because yeah. like I don't do this. They knew like as long as everyone knows what they're getting into, like uh-huh. it's like all right. Well, I told you I suck, and it ultimately didn't matter. Like I think we came in like third or something from no help from me. Um, but yeah, like we just like played you know music through our phones like in the golf cart, and like it was just so much fun. Like That's it was awesome. a blast. Yeah, you were the funny one. You were the reason. That's that, right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's I kept the I kept the spirits up. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I did. That's 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 not all. That is that is that is the end all and be all. Thank you. That's my transitional statement. That was beautiful. Next I, was song. Say, I that want was more great. music. Yeah. Done. Um, music. Uh, the next one is. Uh, let me see. Um, oh, okay, so this is um, uh, "Heart Is Full" by um, Run the Jewels and Mike um, Snow. And Heart is full. Yeah. Nice snow, huh? Yeah, it's like they. I don't know if this is like someone on the internet made this, or you know what I mean, or if this was like a thing that they worked on together. Uh huh. Um, but I love like uh, Run the Jewels. Um, it's like one of my favorite like uh, like rap groups. Like you don't really have rap groups anymore. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's usually solo artists. So That's right. they collaborate um, all the time though. Yeah, 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 right. There's always collaboration. It can't be Drake. It has to be Drake and... And Lil Wayne. Usually, Lil Wayne, whatever. Right, whoever. That's so interesting that you have so much rap music on your playlist. Yeah, it's like almost all, like, just in general, like, most of my phone is, like, rap music. Okay. Um, Does it pump you up? I mean, is this, like... Yeah, like, I I like that they're actually saying shit, you know? Like, I like that... um, Because, like, I'll listen to lyrics and be like... Oh, I like like I like that, or like oh they like. I, I also I'm obsessed with like s- like insane swagger, like often uncalled for. Like uh-huh. um, it's my I think it's the funniest thing in the entire world. So like someone talking about like and there's two layers here where like someone talking about like uh like their <laughs> their cars and like all the ridiculous shit. It's like that's amazing to me. I love that. Yeah. But then also it's like of <laughs> course they're talking about it. Like a lot of these guys came from nothing. So yeah. like if you have nothing at all and then you can afford everything, like like I. I fucking can't stop talking about my iPhone that I got yesterday. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) if I got, like, a a fucking, like, Rolls Royce, it's like, you bet your ass I'm going to bring that up every five seconds. Yeah. Um, So I like that. And then, like, yeah, I kind of like the pump-up shit. And then, like, um, just, like, a lot of the struggles these guys went through, like, I really find interesting, too. It it really is. I mean, when when people question sort of the motives of, um, you know, young white guys and and young white gals (laughs) just going absolutely you know insane over hip-hop yeah i mean i i distinctly remember at dewitt junior high school when rappers delight you know, right. hit, hit the right. roller rink yeah you know a boom 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 right you know and and uh you know that was transformational in yeah. terms of our our and and i think poetic you know the, it is yeah. on shakespeare whether you want to admit it or not it's, and I do want to admit it right here. Yeah, here it is. Unlikely. And yeah, the the poetic like uh, the poetry of it I love too because it's mm-hmm. like oh, it yeah. is it's turns of phrase like it's just like it's like slant rhymes like I just love like yeah it's it's cool as hell. Who, you don't you don't have an older brother. Who right. in your life was your musical influence, so to speak? So like who <gasps> who introduced you to, let's say Biggie, Tupac, Eminem? You know what I mean? Like who right. who. Um, one of like my best. Because I can't friend... imagine your parents were like, no, <laughs> listen to Run the Jewels and Mike. Snow, yeah, here you, know? you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, uh, my best friend Jeff like um got into like hip hop uh 
and he um he was very condescending about it like he was like the white kid who knew like oh this is like i mean like you you, you wade into it with like eminem because it's like oh he mm-hmm. looks like me um and then uh, he, looks like- he looks enough <laughs> like me to <laughs> understand what that is yeah um and then um uh then we like moved into like like 50 cent and then like it got more you know like and then it spiraled after that but like um yeah i mean like it just started off with stuff on radio play mm-hmm. and then actually um i mean recently uh there's uh, not to plug another podcast but there was a oh. podcast called the champs with uh, moshe kasher and neil brennan and um it's it was this hilarious podcast where uh, they would only have like black guys and black comics on it yeah and, and rappers also yeah. so um they played a lot of great music i'm like oh, okay like what is that um there's a podcast called jalen and jacoby it's a sports podcast on espn mm-hmm. and um they uh play a lot of like old school hip-hop and stuff which is cool um and then uh yeah so it it would be like a combination of that and then like um i really like so i grew up like in philadelphia and then like even though i grew up in the suburbs like starting stand-up at 15 like i was just in the city every night um and i got like i really like have a lot of nostalgia for that place so then like a lot of the um music i'll listen to now will be like philly rap to like Mm -hmm. remember like it just like Mm -hmm. i don't remember where you came from yeah (laughs) right 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 (laughs) not where they came from where i came from um but it like it's just um i don't know like i'm a big philly sports fan so i'm like i kind of have like the same fandom for like that philly like rap now so i've been listening um the roots are my favorite band that's actually i have i have the next song is it too early to play another song how about that transition um it's professional to call out your transitions right um so uh (laughs) this one like um the roots are like uh my favorite band in the world because yeah um this is called the fire uh with john legend who um went to penn um did he really yeah yeah he went to penn and um that is cr- i was i was about to say is that accurate what i'm saying so confidently and i'm like oh, okay it is um but i've yeah so uh the roots i've always loved um because it's like uh, we were talking about rap groups and hip-hop groups like mm-hmm. it's like it's a uh, quest love and black thought are like the two front men for it but they also have like like a trumpet or like like a saxophone like it's the coolest i saw them in on new year's day a few years ago and it was the best live performance i've ever saw because like they were playing like these incredible like you know like uh like you know like street hits and like incredible you know like um hip-hop songs and then they would play sweet child of mine like and bang it out better than fucking guns and roses ever has like and then they would shift back and forth and like um the fact that like they're the hardest working people in the entire world. Like, um, Questlove, who does, like, uh, a lot of the beats, and he's their drummer, um, he also produces a lot, and, like, he has literally 16 jobs. Like, they're at, um fucking Fallon like every single day wow. um, he's producing albums then they tour so they get on a plane like their work ethic is like so inspiring to yeah. me where it's like mm-hmm. alright if you're making that much and you're doing that well it's just like well you like then someone who hasn't been there yet is just like oh well you can fucking you know mm-hmm. like just do do that extra set wake up for a podcast Saturday morning you know oh, like you don't yeah. have to like fucking yeah you like can't take plays off so it's so true I yeah. mean it's work man I mean yeah like the showbiz thing so many people still hold this this you know ideology that it's you know money ain't for nothing and your chicks for free you know it's a, it's a motherfucker right i Anybody do have that I know tattooed on my lower back <laughs> is that, <laughs> that, that, that is, is? I that is what that is yeah it's, it's bleeding yeah, um oh wow <laughs> 
Whoa. That is awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but yeah, so I like... Why, so why this song? Um, what does this make you think of a particular time in your life or... So like I always play like... Uh, I do this weird thing where if I go to a city, like if I'm traveling, like I always play, like I'll make a playlist of artists from that city, like when I'm walking around and That's stuff. That's great. Like, thank you. Yeah. That is really awesome. cool. It's, I just started doing it the past few years. So like for, um, I go to Philly a lot um, and uh, whenever I'm like landing, like I'll start playing this song and stuff. And then uh, the new Rocky movie, like they played it where um, there was like a big like overhead shot of like the skyline and stuff. So yeah. Um, yeah, I just love, like, this song. Um, and, like, I always play it, like, when I'm walking around Philly. But I was just in Chicago, so I made one with, like, you know, Kanye West, Chance the Rapper, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, a bunch of other shit. So, was uh, there a city that you went to recently that the playlist kind of surprised you? As you were researching, like, oh, God, Fargo, I didn't know. <laughs> no, I, I, I won't go there. Uh, no, <laughs> I will never go there. No, that's not true. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'll probably wind well, let's up say, there. say, like, Phoenix. I mean, I yeah. mean, you just don't know... Austin. I don't know where you um, go. So <laughs> tell me everything. Uh, ah, ah. Um, so uh, I was in Atlanta like a little while ago, and like it. Not surprising, but it was just a fun like like southern. It's funny. It was like actual like rap. Like southern rap's really fun. Like it's like it's just fun. And mm. then like my parents live in Charleston, so uh, there's I don't know like a lot of South Carolinian music, but like I'll play like songs like. Um, you know, like the band or like, you know, any like, uh, like, yeah, oh, there it is. Um, but, um, that's the, that's the, the, the sunrise song. Yeah. That's the sunrise yeah. song. Right. Right. I feel drunk right now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like it's, it's just kind of a fun thing to do where like when I go to a city, like I want to like experience it, you know, like, yeah. but then I get bored just walking around. So like, I want to listen to music. So it's like, oh, okay. Like I kind of want this music to like you I want know. to experience the city but I'm going to put headphones in and not talk to anybody the whole time <laughs> right, yeah. right exactly I don't want to know what it's like I just want to hear it I just want headphones. to see yeah. it like okay. you know with my eyes don't talk and, to me yeah please, pray to God do not talk to me <laughs> um, and don't even fucking think about speaking to me uh, <laughs> unavailable but uh, yeah yeah um, so I'll do that a lot and mm-hmm. it's been a fun it's been a fun thing that's great mm-hmm. thank like you it. I oh, I have, have another one, one. I think we have one more song. One, one more song. That's it. Yeah. It goes by. Well, Blake can come back anytime he wants. You can. Thank right? you. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure you have. How many songs do you have on your playlist? Would you say off the top of your head? Um, well, I put one together of uh, say of six for today. But I mean but, your total library. Um, maybe three thousand. Okay, so we only yeah, asked for five. Blake this is going to be one of our regular six. guests. Six. Yeah. Yeah. I nominate nice. him. Yeah. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. I'm in. Alright. Um and then oh yeah, we were talking about this uh earlier. So like um like this is like uh Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones and like this A is moment. so good. This I'm getting yeah. Alright, please carry on. Oh thank you so much. <laughs> um and this is a uh talking about this is a Boston one where like um before I went to Emerson like uh the movie uh, The Departed had just come out which was like the shit my favorite movie ever how good oh man I used to drink at Triple O's where Whitey <laughs> really? hung out yeah Jesus, I, I knew a guy terrifying. I, I, I was with a band called Black and Gray in Boston I, uh, living with them you know wow. during the 90s scene oh anyway yeah yeah that whole Whitey Bulger period that crazy Departed was all about a gangster yeah they got him yeah, okay. They got him. They caught him. Santa Monica. I know, of all what places. What a mind fuck. Anyway, so weird. So you're out there, you're, um, the Departed came on. Yeah, so uh, 
in the beginning of the departed like uh um jack nicholson has this like uh monologue that if you listen back to it it doesn't actually totally make any sense at all it's just like there's a lot of like departure and actual logic here but um as movies will do but like um the movie starts with like give me shelter and i was like oh like i'm excited to go to boston you know like Mm -hmm. to live in boston for a couple years um coming out of high school and then um so like whenever I would like come up like on the train or whatever, you know, if I was taking Amtrak up from Philly or uh, like flying into Logan, um, like I would play like this song and like, um, yeah, it would just like remind me of like, obviously like colleges, um, I mean, not obviously you could have a terrible college experience, but like <laughs> I had a, I had a good one and um, yeah, it's just like, oh, like I remember like, you know, like the fuck, like that. It's a cool city. Like it's, it's yeah. a very, Boston's the weirdest city I think I've actually ever been in where oh, yeah. it's the most progressive and the most backward place I've ever like. That's a it's great way to put it. Man. Unbelievable. Yeah. It, like segregation. I was, yes. I, when I, when I first moved to Boston from upstate New York, Ithaca, I was listening to some talk radio and a Harvard professor was saying, our segregation works fine, you know? Wow. Oh, wow. You know, there, there, there's an integrated segregation, if that makes any wow. sense at all. I mean, it's, well, that's how they think. Topsy turvy. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, uh, like, uh, yeah, it's like, like, yeah, we both voted for fucking Obama, you know, that colored guy. And it's just like, how, how are you using that phrasing yeah. and also voting? Right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're very, uh, it's very, the most racist city I've ever been yeah, in. I'm a um, fucking liberal. Why? You yeah. Some say about it? Yeah, yeah, fucking. Whatever. Yeah, I voted for that fucking broad Hillary, and it's just like you're calling her. You're using backward terms, but they vote. They vote very liberally, but it is an incredibly like horrifically segregated city. Um, And then like they're like have the best health care of any like you know state. Harvard Health. Yeah, Harvard Health. Incredible health care. They're like like when Mitt Romney before like he had to change his shit for like like I'm a diehard like liberal, but like he was like the best conservative governor of all time. Like the guy was a fucking moderate you know like at like at the very least a moderate Mm -hmm. and um there was amazing health care under him but like then you just have like it's it's a very religious city also like very like i like protestant irish catholic like um so there's a lot of like that old way of thinking um as well so it's like an incredibly fascinating place and people don't move out of there is another weird thing like even in stand-up like some of the funniest comedians steve sweeney yeah I mean, he runs the place and he's inc- um got uh jimmy tingle jimmy, is another guy mm-hmm. george um, mcdonald tony v tony v mike and, and he shows up in these movies now yeah with, you know he was I, I think he had a small part in the departed yeah yeah, yeah. which is amazing uh yeah. what's his face um lenny clark lenny like clark. the funniest comedians on earth and they didn't leave they just stayed there because wow. uh yeah a lot of boston people like i can name like i'm not even gonna name them but like there's like a couple people who i know are just like dude if you just fucking moved you would be the biggest thing in the entire world but, but they love boston living in in that area yeah it it, it, it yeah, boss. Have you been to Boston, Maggie? I have not. Well, it'll be one of your tour spots. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. I actually you'll, you'll... I got offered a job there before I moved here, and I said no because the time it was I was be working seven p.m. to midnight, and I was like, I won't be able to do stand up. It's, no. it's 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 yeah. cold as fuck up there. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, oh my god! Mind. I worked at WBCN. Oh, I was interesting. On a listener line. Yeah. Oh no way! Yeah, during the big matches, Charles Lacuadera back in the dilly dilly day, man, in the late eighties. Interesting. No, no, it's not. <laughs> Well, like, I'm it's, not. <laughs> it's hard, actually. Like, 
to tour as a comic out of town to do like to work in Boston now it's actually hard because there's so many funny people who live there like Mm -hmm. you either need to sell out like their 2000 seat theater and like go with that like the person who like sells that out or be that person or there's a new club called Laugh Boston where um it's like uh like you know like it's not like uh, it's probably like a 300 400 seater maybe down a Fanel Hall um yeah near or the financial district like in that area oh, okay um did you ever go to jj foley's no what is downtown that crossing oh my god mm-hmm. irish bath oh i my got god. my ass beat did you yeah. <laughs> i can't believe i wasn't killed in that city Asp- oh my the god the amount of shit that so i bad. talk and downtown how weak crossing. i am <laughs> oh my god yeah i was yeah i promised these guys i was going to do a comedy show for them and i booked a milk commercial and blew them off and these guys were southie fucking gangsters yeah yeah laura silverman took pictures of me the next day i was in the hospital oh my god I had to wear a hockey helmet for a few weeks jesus wow. christ it was fucking serious boston is a, is a dead serious town they'll I, fight yeah. there yeah. they'll fight there uh, did you tour like around massachusetts as a stand-up um i didn't have a car um okay, so like uh but i didn't tour would be a more lofty term than what it was like i would like did you like do we went to different little hamlets and towns around? Sometimes okay. I was more just. Uh, I mean, like I just mostly stayed in the city. Yeah. But then, like I do some. Like I did a couple shows, like Worcester. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a show. Reason I ask is yeah. there's such a, a plethora of funny names of towns. Oh in my Massachusetts. god! You could go from A to Z. Yeah. Let's try it. Attleboro. Um, Boston. No. (laughs) The genius of Emerson comes out. Oh, I got one. Boston. Thank you so much. (laughs) Fucking Charlestown. There he goes. Dorchester. Oh, Dorchester. Easty. Easty. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's that counts. Easty. East Boston. They call it Easty. Yeah, Southie and Eastie. But are you North really going to go through the whole alphabet no. right now? I don't think I can. <laughs> I know. What if people are just like, uh, turn it off. For some turn reason. it off. Yeah. You get up to like N. Newton. Anyways. Was, was to, yeah, there's just so many weird. Yeah, it's um, it's a really interesting place. But uh, yeah, I'm glad I lived there for a couple years. Like yeah. it's, That really challenged you. I could see like the hamster wheel turning. You're like, fuck, do I remember any of the towns in Massachusetts? I know. I was literally like, I, I hope the you, you I carry this. Car. I know. I was like, I this is not a thing I was I in a car with in. John Ennis, uh, H. John Benjamin, <laughs> Sam Cedar, oh, wow. and myself. Wow. Oh my we were going wow. from, uh, we were in Cross Comedy. David Cross's sketch group started oh, cool. Catch a Rising Star. Mark Holy Marin shit. and him put it together. I was fortunate enough to be a part of that group wow man and that's yeah, awesome incredible um and we were we would drive to new york to do these gigs and we'd go through the entire alphabet and for some reason we'd be laughing our oh we were totally baked that's why it was so funny <laughs> we were completely high, oh, high yeah, yeah but it, i mean i think it was genuinely funny i love it yeah yeah Wow. So, uh, first concert ever? For, yeah, first concert. What's your very first concert? Ooh, um, I went to see you 2 with my mom. Oh, it was, wow. yeah, it was, and it, that How remains. How old were you? Um, I actually did not go to a concert for a really fucking long time. Yeah. Like, I think my first concert, I was like maybe 16 or 17. Like, I was older than that, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe maybe a little where older where was the show where was it um it was at the uh i guess it was called the first union center at the time it's where like the sixers and the flyers play okay. um it was a ama- like it was amazing yeah. oh and then fucking i couldn't appreciate this at the time but like um all of a sudden uh bono goes like in, in his like everything is, has the bit most gravitas in the entire uh-huh. world that bono says you this know he's, so just, important. he's like who is he just goes who is this man who is this man and even then as a kid i'm like this is probably some bullshit <laughs> you know, he was uh-huh. probably pointing to some random guy in the audience and then like bruce springsteen like came <gasps> on stage and played wow. like and i'm I, like i still get so pissed at myself where i'm just like dude if you were like a little older or like more musically advanced 
advance like you would have realized how fucking cool that was in the moment um but yeah that was and the production that they put into those shows is like insane did you see the last tour no no that was the only time i've seen them was it wild uh it was it was wonderful they always put on a great show i saw them at the um at the forum oh cool Uh, yeah and they had the center stage literally feet away and they were so engaging nice available yeah you too wow what's your favorite concert venues that you've ever been in if i if i can ask like (sighs) mine for sure is in ithaca new york it's a little club called the haunt Uh, it used to be in an alley on uh, green street in ithaca i saw the chili peppers play there wow Wow. uh, dennis brown uh, Urban Blight. Um, it just it was it was an awakening for me. It was a very small venue, but to yeah. this day it's still. And I think I would also have to say Barton Hall at Cornell University. That's oh, cool. I, my first concert I saw Boston. Nice. Sammy Hagar wow. opened up. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> I know. That's incredible. What's yours? That's so. That's a really tough question. Yeah, um, I feel like it has to be an intimate venue. Like no yeah. one's just like, oh, I loved you know, like <laughs> like yeah. the Coliseum. You no. know, like it's just like it's fucking just goes into Caesars, the air. Caesars, Elton yeah. John, oh, oh. Right, right. <laughs> Hard Rock Cafe, yeah. a man in his piano. <laughs> I've worked in radio for my entire career. Yeah, and so I've had the opportunity to have some pretty incredible artists come in into what they call these sound stages. So these mm. tiny intimate rooms. And I worked in Seattle for a bit at, at uh, 1031 The Mountain. Hmm. Um, it was an intercom station. They called it a AAA station. And I discovered an artist called David Gray, who mm-hmm. sings these. Do you know him? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And he came in. And I just remember watching in this tiny little room, probably with like 15 other people. And I was like, who? Why have I never heard of you before? Oh my god! And I just remember I was like crying in my soul. I was like, and went home and looked up everything about him, and I was like, yes, yeah. this is this is this is what I need to be doing. So that I so think the radio sound stage is kind of your intimate that place. yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah. actually yeah um, I have an idea for a segment I'd like to try with Blake. Let's do Ooh. it. Um, so you picked out some songs for today's show, and yeah. thank you so much for doing that. Of course, if you were to just sort of like hit your shuffle and see whatever song came up to take us out can you do that without much effort yeah yeah yeah, yeah. let's just see what happens to come up it is a lot of effort because he broke his phone i can see that and he's bleeding in his fingers right now (laughs) i know but you know painful again the struggle of being an artist all right uh what if my (laughs) own album came up like that's all i have on my phone is my own comedy (laughs) just like disgusting yeah it would just be like god he's funny all right hold on don't say it just let it play it'd be Mm -hmm. a surprise What is this? Uh, this is the come up by John Wayne. I'm not embarrassed. I'm, I'm actually a little upset that this is not more embarrassing. The come up. The come up. Uh, J-O-N-W-A-Y-N-E. Um, can, can, can I hit next just to see if there's... Because I have yeah, some embarrassing shit on here. I'm just trying to do it. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not embarrassing. No, that's good. Back. That's not... Oh, this is one I kind of like. So this is Crystal Blue. Like, this is like a thing where, like, just in movie, like movies and like TV oh, I shows. Love this song. Yeah. yeah. This was from um, Breaking Bad when they just like it was one of the most like amazingly cinematic like things I've ever seen on TV, where it was like this beautiful song, but like they're cooking meth and like yeah. you know like people are dying, but like this song is like playing. So 
Yeah, Crystal I like this one. I remember this came on AM radio, and I was with my Aunt Nancy and my Uncle Mike, my soon-to-be Uncle Mike, and a uh-huh. VW Bug. Oh, and he wow. And he had a gas pedal that looked like a foot, you know? <laughs> this is back in the 70s, man. And we're on our way to, like, a, a donut factory in Binghamton, New York. Of course. This would be a song that would come on. It wow. really is. Yeah. That's exactly the situation this song should play in, is what you just described. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> this song does nothing for me. I don't... I have no... All right, so yours is Crystal Blue Persuasion. Do do a random yeah. hit, Maggie. On my phone? Yeah, this is called Random Hits. Love it. Oh iTunes Shuffle Random Hit, and then I'll do one. We'll go out. All right, all right, all right. I don't know. We're, we're kind of creating the show. As I we wasn't go. prepared. Well, I'll now go. No, 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 it's fine. No, no, no. How can people say no three times in a row when they say no in conversation? Oh, I don't know. No, no, no. No, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How do you do this? Well, you would go to go to songs. No, I just updated and everything looks different now. Yeah, that's one of the problems. Library. Yeah, that's what happened with my okay, iPhone 7. I'm going to hit shuffle all while you're working it out. <laughs> all right, thank okay. you. Songs, got it. Go ahead. That's my random. And I don't, now this is what this is what makes Y Tune Shuffle amazing. I talked about my favorite venue of music. I was a bartender at the Haunt, and I was kind wow. of insecure because it was the coolest club. And I would sit in my 1971 Pontiac Le Mans with my Blaupunk cassette tape player, and I would play this song in the parking lot before I would go in to I bartend. I love it. I can't wait to get to the good part. <laughs> well, we can't because it's your turn. Now. <laughs> All right. You ready? Okay, now Maggie's random hit. Oh, nice. Oh, not bad. Little Jet, are you going to be my girl? Wow. This is on my running playlist, that's why. Oh, this is a running song? Mm -hmm. I'll run so fast. How many miles do you do? Are you going to be my girl? No, run away. I'll never be (laughs) your girl. I can relate all too well. No, I think this was in a movie... I want to say Lust the holiday. No, I want to say the holiday. One of those like girl chicky flicks or whatever. And there's a part where Kate Winslet is like dancing, and I think it's the song, and she's like, Aah! "Yeah." I think that's what she does. It's a get your yaya. Yeah. If I had a convertible, I'd listen to this in it. Oh, good. Just so you know. Yeah. yeah. That was random hits on Y2 Shuffle. <laughs> Blake Wexler, guest number two in our official run, right? Yes. So this is officially show number two. In yes. The oh, nice. Blake, you've been amazing. Um, anything you have coming up? You want to promote your your social everything? Uh, yeah. At Blake. Uh, at oh, I don't know my own name. At Black Wexler. No. At Blake Wexler <laughs> is almost what I said. He doesn't and know his, his sister own name. Portia will be touring with. She him. will. Yeah. <laughs> Not even. But poor. Yeah. Whatever shit I said earlier. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, at Blake Wexler on Twitter. BlakeWexler.com. Um. And uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. I'm headlining uh flappers where uh, Maggie and I met um on November 15th at 7:30, and that's like the only um. And then like I'm at um, the Comedy Palace in Los Feliz on November 10th and 17th. If you wanna, if you wanna come see me uh, there. This, this particular episode will be popular in 2021. Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, yeah. I will have quit comedy um, <laughs> five years previous, so yeah, I'm quitting great. this year. <laughs> Blake yeah. Wexler, I definitely will check you out. I'm I'm on the the comedy circuit just to make connections again. Coming oh, back excellent. into the business after a long 15 and a half year hiatus. Hell yeah. What are your closing statements, Maggie? I told you. Isn't he like Hollywood's secret weapon? Perfect. Yes. 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 Me? Yeah, yes. it's perfect. You're David fantastic. Earl Waterman, Hollywood's <laughs> secret weapon. 
More like aged Cadillac. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Thank you. God love you. Uh, I have one more. Sorry. Uh, I, I forgot. I have a stand-up album out called The Blake Album, and you can get it on iTunes. Oh, we can, uh, a Blake Album? Yeah. And we can maybe weave in some cuts on the... Oh, that would be cool. Okay. Sweet. Thank you. Thank you for just making my job a lot harder. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help. <laughs> <laughs>